This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Love your sport, love your music. For the ultimate blend, it has to be LTID with your host, Chris. And hello. Let me get rid of that. There we go. Um, No plan B. Obviously, my plan A went to cock there. Good afternoon. We are in natural sunlight. Wow. Um, How long for? (laughs) It's going to be down with rain soon, I think. So it'll probably go dark. Uh, But good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning. Good day. Goodbye. Hello. Welcome along to Leicester Till I Die TV. Uh, We are live now on Facebook. Excuse me, YouTube and Twitter. Um, and uh, if you're joining us, listening to the podcast, thank you very much. It's Lester Till I Die on your favourite podcast platforms. And of course, you can always listen to us via your smart speaker. Just ask it to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die TV. And we're all there. We are all over Tinternet um, on whatever socials you want. You can search us under Lester Till I Die or LTID TV, whichever is easier for you. Um, thank you so much for missing Bargain Hunt if you watch me live. <laughs> I know it's a big... Uh, <laughs> that, that is actually becoming my guilty pleasure, <laughs> Bargain Hunt. I know, I'm sad. I need to get out more. Uh, Matty, first of all, a couple of hellos. Matty's in. Uh, afternoon, mate. How the devil are you? Uh, and Gray is in. Good morning. Uh, hard man Terry should whip the lazy into shape. And Dougie's in. Good afternoon, Chris, on your lunch break. Good afternoon. Um, this is going to be a very short one. I often said that to the ex-missus. Um, she's probably why she's the ex. Um, 
because we're doing we're doing a proper show about the appointment later. We did a show last night about the uh, possible. Well, it was it was almost confirmed, but as usual with LCFC liking to book a meal, they announced it as soon as I finished the show. So at one thirty, we've got Rob Tanner coming on from the Athletic, and Brad will be joining me, and we will be talking uh, Dean Smith, Craig Shakespeare, and. John Terry. I do wonder, and it's a thought for the show later, would we be as welcome into Dean Smith if he wasn't bringing Craig Shakespeare with him? Anyway, that's for another time. This is Life of Pitch, and as it says there, what has changed in the running of Leicester City? Apparently, and this is what really, really annoys me, apparently, Top did not have a plan in place should we sack Brendan Rodgers? Now, that is not just unbelievable for a football club. It is unbelievable for any any business whatsoever. Would he run any of his King Power um, companies other than Leicester City in that way? You, you, you at work... You get a promotion, you hand your notice in, you give four weeks' notice. Plenty of time to uh, find a replacement, advertise for a replacement. You sack somebody, and I've been a manager, and I've got rid of people, and I've got to gone to my manager and said, look, this person's got to go. And he went, okay, so what's your plan? And I said, well, you know, we could, you know, appoint this person on a temporary basis, see how they do. I think he could or she could do the job very, very well. Let's give her a run in. Or if you want to bring somebody new in, I think this person would be good. So you've got a plan. You've got a plan. When we sacked Claude Puel, we had a plan. You know, Rogers was in within a week almost. You know, I don't think the seat had gone cold in the manager's dressing room before uh, Rogers had put his arse on it. So why not this time? Last season, you could hear the discontent. There was so much discontent out there last season. Um, and yet... We managed to turn it round last season. There was the promise by Brendan that, oh, we're going to play the youngsters towards the end of the season, give them a chance. Then, of course, he realised that actually, with the run of games we had, we might actually be able to not finish too bad. And I think we finished eighth last season. And we got, of course, to a European uh, semi-final, which shouldn't be sniffed at. Shouldn't be. Let's be honest with you. If we'd won the Conference League, we'd have all been saying, "Brilliant, great, we've won a Conference." You know, won a European trophy. Josie Mourinho was quite happy to win it. Uh, it just appears that if you were uh, Arsenal or Manchester United or whatever, you didn't want to win it anyway. Look, starts the season. We were on at the end of the first game which we had a lead and we threw away, we were sat in 11th place. Hello, Spencer, by the way. Welcome along, mate. Um, we were sat in 11th place. 
That is the best we have been all season. So, okay, no alarm balls at that uh, bells balls, no alarm bells at that particular point because it's it's one game. We then lost. Well, are you ready for this? We've lost one, two, three, four, five, six. I can count. I didn't have to take my shoes and socks off either. We lost six in a row. And by week four, we were 20th. Game week five, we were 20th. Game week six, we were 20th. Game week seven, we were 20th. And in that time, we lost to Chelsea 2-1. We lost to Southampton 2-1, first of all. Then we went bottom after we lost to Chelsea 2-1. Uh, we lost to Manchester United 1-0. And I suppose top male looked at that and thought, oh, 1-0 to Man United. I know we were at home, but maybe that's not too bad. Um, we then got stuffed by Brighton, if you remember, 5-2. We got stuffed by Tottenham 6-2. And I remember everybody was going like, hey, just, you know... <sighs> we were on top in that first half. And all the Tottenham fans would say, well, we were worried at half-time. Shit. We still lost 6-2. Um, after that, we beat Forrest. Oh, and Luke's just come in. Afternoon, Luke. Sorry to mention that just at that point. Um, we then <laughs> we then lost to Bournemouth, who had just been stuffed 9-0 a few weeks earlier. We then drew with Palace, then we beat Leeds, and we beat Wolves. We lost 1-0 to Manchester City. And this is how bad it had got. It had got to the point where we were actually looking at a loss and going, well, at least that wasn't a 5-6-2. But we then beat Everton, and we then beat West Ham. So those teams that we won there, no disrespect to them, we beat Forest, who were in the bot in the relegation zone with us. We drew with Palace. All right, they've only done good since they sat their manager. We beat Leeds. They're down there with us as well. We beat Wolves. They're struggling at the moment. You know, we beat Everton, and we beat West Ham. Two teams that, again that are in the. Doo-doos with us. Now, my point here is that that was the last game before the World Cup. And we were sat in 13th position. But when you look at that, and these, this, don't give it, this was only a couple of seasons after we'd won the FA Cup. The season before, we'd got to a European Cup final. Who... Who on the board looked at that and said, you know, everything in the garden is rosy. Don't need to worry about a thing. No, don't worry. Be happy. Um, so I'm going to start singing then. I just don't think that if I was, a, if I was looking at that, if I was a manager, I would be going, do you know what? I'm kind of worried about that. I really, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking at that and thinking, 
we shouldn't be there. All right, we've just won two of our pre sorry, four of our previous five games. And we've drawn one of those before that. But that shouldn't be the point. And I'm not saying, you know, I mean, a lot of us were calling for Brennan to be sacked at that point. Because let's be honest with you, that would have been the perfect time to uh, have appointed a new manager. World Cup break, not coming back till after Christmas. Time to get in and, and, and get used to the, the players that haven't gone away. But, oh, no. No, 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 no. That was much too simple for the top brass at Leicester City, wasn't it? Let's stick with him. We haven't beaten all these top teams. Everton used to be a top team. They, I remember them being in Europe. You know, Leeds United, well, they got to a semi-final of what's now the Champions League. And great teams have been beating here. Forest, they're our rivals. Oh, you know, we could... We could lose 38 games, uh, 37 games, but as long as we beat Forest, what the fuck was anybody at the top doing? Were they not looking at that and going, do you know what? We better get a plan B here. We better actually start thinking, oh, what are we going to do? Just in case this does all go tits up. That's what I would have been doing. I'm sure that's what managers all around the country would have been doing. Susan Whelan. Andrew Neville. John Rudkin. What were you doing? Were you enjoying the, you know, the nights out and the balls and the gowns and all that that comes with, with being part of, you know, uh, a Premier League football team? Could you not see what was going on? Because I'll tell you something, 30,000 people every week in the stadium could bloody see what was going on. It was only you guys that couldn't. And top, love you to bits. Appreciate everything you do for the club. Of course we do. And you've shown your dedication to the club by paying off 91 million pounds, whatever it was. We love you for everything you and your family have done. But you took your eyes off the ball. And yes, yes, did you not, you did have the problem, obviously, with the King Power uh, main business, which is obviously duty-free and hotels, uh, during COVID. So I appreciate that you were trying to sort of look after that. But it comes with being... It comes with being a businessman. It comes with owning all those businesses. Your brother is vice chairman. Why don't you send him over? Did you not ring up Susan and go, Hi, Susan, how's it going? And she's going, yeah, very well. And you went, oh, brilliant, thank you. Speak to you next week. What? I can get facts on the computer here that show me. It's a graph that shows me where we were each week. That's how I knew we were bottom for five weeks running. Shows me game by game what position we were in. Could Top not find that? Because you can look at that and go, shit, what is going on? All right, you know, FFP, it's not selling Telemans, all that. That's another side to it. 
what I'm saying is, why was a plan not in place? Why did we not look and go, we need a plan B? Brendan Rodgers is struggling. He might go, yes, he's me bum buddy. I love him. I don't want to sack him. But you never know. Where your heart ruled your head when it came to Brendan Rodgers this season, you admitted you let him down. Well, you didn't just let Brendan down, you let the whole club down with the way you handled the FFP situation. Totally understand why you did it. Totally get it. You didn't want us to be another Leeds. But you never came out. You you were so scared. You had such a yellow streak down your back that you were scared to actually say anything until your notes in the programme on transfer deadline day when it was too late to do any fucking thing about it. Of course, by which time... All us fans would go, go fucking no, we hate Brendan, blah, blah, blah. And there was a horrible feeling created by your decision to keep it all to yourself. And once you've got that mindset, it's very difficult to then suddenly go back and say, well, we actually, we love this guy. Now, I'm not going to go through all the results since then because we know what it's been like. We know where we've been. But let's just have a look at who we've beat, who we've lost to. Bournemouth, Villa. We drew with Brentford. We lost to Chelsea. We lost to Southampton. We've lost twice to the team that's bottom of the league. All right, we lost to Arsenal, and we lost to Man United. But how many of those games were winnable? We lost to Forest two 0 and we lost to Fulham. Fulham and Brentford, you've got to say, are having a fantastic season. So actually losing to them, you know, is not... The, it's like with Brighton. It's not the be-all and end-all. I, I kind of get it because they are, you know, a hell of a lot better than us. But all those other teams, and no disrespect to them whatsoever because they would look and think, Leicester are coming, we can beat them. But we're the same. We look at that and think, we can beat those teams. If we'd had a new manager in, we might have already been, been able to beat them. And no disrespect to Dean Smith, but there would have been other managers available. Who, and I know we've got Dean Smith in now, Graham Potter. I don't blame him not wanting to come. I really, really don't. Who would want to come to Leicester and possibly look and think, oh, could we manage in a championship team next season? Because somebody like Potter isn't going to come in on an interim basis. He's going to want to come in full-time. I get that. But who's going to come? Back then, when we were sat... Well, let's have a look here. We were sat uh, on the 10th of December. Uh, we were sat in 13th, having just helped Liverpool beat us. So we were looking at 13th. Yeah. Premier League club. Look at the history they've got. Now, history counts for nothing. How many people looked at Leeds and went, well, they were good. Look how look, you know, look where they got to and look how they nearly ruined it. Look was what happened when I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Boy Hodgson went in. And what did you do? While Rome burned, you sat and you fiddled. And you put in charge... I don't know how Adam Sadler was still there. Surely if he was the first team coach, he was therefore part of Brendan's backroom staff and therefore should have been sacked with him. But you've put you you've replaced a clown with a clown. Scooby I keep saying this, Scooby Doo. At the end of the season they'll rip Sadler's mask off and it'll be Brendan Rogers. And he'll turn around and say, I would have got away with it if it hadn't been for them pesky players. The guy had absolutely... He was out of his depth. Stowell should have been in charge. That guy, what other... Unless you are the village idiot, and I'm, and I'm being unkind to village idiots here, looks and says, do you know what? Brendan's just been sacked. My previous, and I've been asked to replace him. I'm going to do exactly what he's been doing all season because it's worked so well, hasn't it? Yeah, that's why I was fucking sacked, you idiot. Bournemouth, biggest game of the season. We're in 19th, they're in 18th. We are at home. What does that Muppet do? Two defensive midfielders and one up front. And that one up front you'd put on the week before against Villa at home because you wanted to get the crowd to like you. Not because Vardy was the best option. The best option was Ian Acho, who's got his best record against Aston Villa. But you said, no, I want to, I want the fans to like me. If I put Vardy on, they'll, they'll, they'll think, oh, wonderful, you're bringing Vardy back. Yeah, if you had a plan to supply him, because he had five touches in the first half against Villa. So what did you do against Bournemouth? You played him again. That top is the person that you put in charge of the fucking club. You said, I've sacked him because he's rubbish. And what happens? You put someone in this place who is just copies him. We might as well have kept Brendan for those two games. And had you sacked him earlier, like I say, not only would we have had, well, 13th, we'd have looked a better choice for somebody to come and manage us. We'd have got, and no disrespect to Dean, we'd have got... Maybe better managers. Who knows if Sean Dyche would have been the man to save us. We'll never know. Uh, He's struggling at Everton, but in fairness, I think we've got a better bunch of players. He said very... I'm just lost. I just can't believe... This has happened on your watch top and whatever you've done for us and what you've done for us is absolutely amazing. But you were only remembered for your recent, well, your last game, basically. We've always said 
Football is a results-driven business. Well, do you know what? Business is a results-driven business. Because if you are running a business that is making losses and losses and losses, and, you know, your competitors are above you in the sales states, you know, a radio station, your competitors getting more listeners than you. Everything's about doing better than everybody else. And you, you were caught wanting on your watch. You were fiddling while Leicester City burned. You were like the guy on the Titanic that was on the watch that didn't have a pair of binoculars. I'm not going to quote any more metaphors. So on your top, so what has happened? This club has gone from being a club that everybody said, what a well-run club that is. We want our club to be run. I wish our club was being run like that. Not saying that now, are they? No. They're looking at us and going, <laughs> yeah, we wanted to be like them. Look where they are now. A total and utter mess. That top is your fault. You have to take the blame. I'm not saying Susan Whelan, Andrew Neville or John Rudkin weren't involved, but you're the guy at the top. When it comes to picking the team, the book stops and, and sorting the team out and the results, the book stops with the manager. I've always said that, and you got rid of him. But to have no plan B in place, when you're looking at that season, and you can see how shit we've been, at no point you thought, we might have to get rid of Brendan here. Incompetent, top. Incompetent. Obviously, you're not the businessman that your father was. And I hate to say that, but it's true. Acting too late. I said, I said when we got rid of uh, Rogers, was it too late? Ten games to go. We've now got eight games to go. At least we've got the, the new guy in now. We can come in. Man City's a free hit. We ain't going to get anything. I, I'm, my worry about Man City is, will they beat the 9-0 record and, and score 10 against us? It's quite possible. But that's a free hit. But after that, We've got four games that are must-wins. We're hosting Wolves. We've got to win that. We're away to Leeds United. We've got to win that. We're at home to Everton. We've got to win that. We're away to Fulham. No Mitrovic. That is winnable. We've then got home to Liverpool. Maybe we'll score a goal for them again. But hopefully we might get a draw from that one. Newcastle... Yeah, let's be honest, we're not going to get anything away at Newcastle. And then West Ham on the last day. So, do what you can, Dean and guys. Not expecting a lot from Manchester City, but those next four games are absolutely vital. Otherwise, we won't be known as having this great owner that got us to the Premier League and the FA Cup and Europe consecutive seasons, the semi-final of a European competition, will be known as the team with the owner who took us back to where we were when he took us over. <sighs> Quickly go through some, um, through some comments here. Um, uh, yeah, Gray says that's bad uh, management top. Sorry, it is. I don't care what you say, it is. Um... Unless it's for the moment, perhaps Roger said something to upset Top. Oh, come on. 
I, it, it had to go. I don't think it. All this sort of mutual consent bullshit. It's like, we're going. We'll pay you this much, but we've always got to keep quiet. I spend so Luke's in. Um, still think this is too late for you. Yeah. You, you know, you could well be right. Um, should have gone. It should have gone many times before. Uh, we've been falling off a cliff all season. Exactly, Gray. So why is anybody that is the custodian of our football club at the moment, couldn't they see it? Like I say, 30,000 fans at every home game could see it. And, you know, we've, we've got the Muppet Show running us at the moment. So I'll tell you what, Susan Whelan, Andrew Neville, John Rudkin, talk, none of them will talk to a fan show. Because they know we will ask the awkward questions. It's an open invitation, not just on LTID TV. I'm sure any Leicester channel will give an open invitation to come on, answer the questions. But no, but basically that, that yellow line that goes down your back is showing again. Um, best of a bad bunch, probably. Uh, just typical, always pop on at the right time. You did. Mike, good evening, sir. Good afternoon, good morning, good day. Uh, welcome along, James. How are you? It's inf it's um, infuriating, totally, but it's bad management as well. Uh, you've lost to Southampton twice, bottom of the league, exactly, exactly. Uh, jobs for the boys? I don't know. Uh, I think Top is not savvy enough to run everything, and that's why he needed the help of Whelan and Rudkin. Yeah, but... Again, if they're not doing the job top, sack them and get somebody in who can do. Uh, yeah, we did. Totally and utterly did. Um, my, this is it now. And I've got to be honest, well, we're doing a show in half an hour, at half one, that will be about uh, Mike um, Dean Smith. So join in that. But yes, I agree with that 100%. Table doesn't lie. No. Uh, Sadler, complete clone of Rogers, 110 million thousand trillion billion percent. Um, Accurate deadline, yeah, exactly, exactly. Cowardice, I'm afraid. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely living the dream, Max. Living the dream. <laughs> hindsight is a wonderful thing, mate. But it's not hindsight, Doug. You, every Liverpool fan was saying about Rodgers, just as when we took on Ranieri, everybody, everybody from Italy was saying, he'll have a great first season, then he'll start doing his own thing, and it'll all go down the drain, which it did. And you were right about Rodgers, totally in an accident. I was saying, well, give him a fourth season. He's never had a fourth season. Maybe that's why. We gave him a fourth season. He was fucking shit. Um, so, yes, hindsight is a wonderful thing, but... We saw this happening. I've just gone through all the info. I think you probably missed it. But 13th is the highest we've been all season. We've been bot we were bottom for five weeks. They should have looked at it and said, fuck, we're in bubble here. Let's get a list of who we need. Let's get a list of possibilities. Now, I'm not saying approach them or whatever. But, you know, it's done, isn't it? People were... Uh, Talk to agents and things like that. So that's what we are saying because what was said was that 
Top had no idea who he was going to replace Rogers with. And that is the damning statement. He left it until 10 games to go, 28 games played. He said, this is rubbish, sack. Whoops, what am I going to do now? You should have fucking listened to all the fans earlier in the season. Uh, keep the faith, Chris. Uh, I agree that people surrounding Top need to go. As to Top himself, he will come good. Yeah, as I say, I do not want Top to leave the club. But it doesn't mean that we can't criticise him. We've got the best chairman out there. He will make mistakes. But when he makes those mistakes, he's got to be prepared to be called out for it. You know, we all sat there licking his dad's arse and his arse when we won the Premier League. We all came out after the FA Cup. What was not he wonderful? Yes, he, they are. They were. 100 million percent. But when things go wrong, they've got to take the criticism. Doesn't mean we don't love them. Doesn't mean we don't support the club. All it means is we've got an opinion. No, he won't grow. I mean, the guy's just put, was it, £192 million worth of debt into shares? That is not a man that's going to walk away from us. Not a man that's going to walk away from us at all. Uh, all we can hope is that they do what um, uh, Burnley have done. That's get rid of everybody that was useless and bring in a whole new team. The only worry is that if they're thinking they're going to get Potter at the end of the season, we'd better make sure we're still in the Premier League. Man City, yeah, it is, exactly, exactly. Um, mate, have you seen our away form? You will probably win that. I don't know if I'd go that far. Like I say, we'll, we'll score a goal for you just to, to give you a start. Um, <laughs> I'd take a point in that game. I really would. Chester, hello. Uh, Mike, yeah, we'll see you later, Mike. Doug, uh, number one, Leicester, the fact you have a poor away record means a guaranteed Liverpool win. <laughs> Couldn't have put it better myself, Chester. Couldn't have put it better myself. Um, okay, Boris. Okay, so you're saying we've had a bad injury list. Whose fault was that? Brendan? The training methods? Wesley Fofana, we signed him. He went, oh, this is intense. I've never known, I've never known any uh, training like this before. I, I, so yes, that's we we can't blame injuries. I'm sorry. That's that is such a no disrespect, Boris. Respect your opinion, but it's a lame excuse that all clubs were like, oh, you know, we were saying it last season. We had all the injuries, and again, you know, it was why didn't someone turn around again, one of the big names, and go, if we got Harold Shipman working at our training ground, why are all these injuries happening? Because they were happening at the training ground, not always on the pitch. It'll be interesting to see if he plays two up front as well. But this show is called, as you can see there, Life's a Pitch. This is my soapbox outlet. Um, that's, that's what it's here. Uh, thank you very much for joining. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, thank you very much for accepting. Look, you might not agree with me, and I respect your opinion if you don't agree with me. Yeah, we'll have a bit of banter, maybe have a little bit of a raise voices in here at each other, but it's your opinion and you are entitled to it, and I respect that. This is mine, and it's my channel, so... <laughs> so... <laughs>
Uh, my therapist told me it was good to talk. Okay, here we go. So, let's have a look what Dean Smith's going to bring. We will be back in 24 minutes, and we will be back for this. We spoke last night. We had a lot of people on, and we will... We discussed the Smith appointment. It wasn't confirmed then. It was 99%. It has now been confirmed. Brad will be joining me at half one. I'm hoping to get Rob Tanner in from the um, uh, from the Athletic to join us just for 20 minutes to give his thoughts. Um, <sighs> oh, this is Leicester. It's never going to be boring, is it? Thanks to everybody, like I say, who was in the chat. If you've lent me your ears on the podcast, thank you so much for um, doing that. Less Until I Die is the podcast. LTID TV is on uh, Facebook, YouTube, and also on um, Twitter. Uh, we are all over it when it comes to the socials, and you can find us wherever you want to find us, basically. <laughs> this has been LTID TV. I've been Chris. This is Arnie. See you in half an hour. Good afternoon. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect ultimate delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in a participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered 
by fans.